Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Converse Podcast. I am Josh. And I'm Aaron. And today, we are talking about a topic that we just came up with two seconds ago. Because... Yes. We're running out of topics, guys. Now, just kidding. Um, we have we we talked about so many things that oh yeah, the topics start to blur one within <laughs> the other, and we are <laughs> left thinking about okay, uh, what have we not talked about yet? Yeah, yeah. So today, the topic that we're doing is uh, I think a topic that you came up with. Aaron? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So. Yeah, so the topic is, well, the topic is how do you be influenced but not copy uh, an artist? I guess that's yep. probably something around those lines. <laughs> well, um, I guess so, yeah. But, but yeah, I think, the, I think the idea, I think, and I think this stems from the idea of, you know, a lot of times as artists, as musicians, we we look at, you know, photographers or other musicians or painters movie makers yep and um when i say movie maker i'm not talking about the windows movie maker by the way um, oh. <laughs> um but like how do you when you when we look at these artists um one, one thing that um a lot of people some people say when they like they're like oh i don't want to listen to any other artists because i'm afraid i'm gonna you know i don't want to be influenced by them or whatever right and i i get where they're coming from because a lot of times when people say that kind of stuff, a lot of it stems from the idea that, um, you know, you're worried about, uh, yeah, copying someone, right? Yep, yep. And so, kind of, <clears throat> sort of following that kind of train of thought, I guess, of things, um, you know, the thing that we, I guess for us anyway, is, yeah, how do you be, I guess, yeah, the idea is like, how do you be influenced by your favorite artists, but not necessarily copy them? I guess that's, and so, um, I mean, for you, Aaron, like, let's start with you, Aaron. Like, I, I think like we, I think we'd, we'd have pretty diff, we have pretty different kind of influences. Well, we've, we have some crossover for sure. Yep. Um, but I mean, for you, like, how do you go about, I mean, uh, how do you kind of dis, dis, like, go about that if there is a way to go about not being influenced by not copy per se like yeah sure definitely i mean what's your kind of take on that like how do you deal with that yeah for me it's i think well i guess we all start we we all have a point of reference to start from and right for me it was yeah starting off with the smashing pumpkins (laughs) yeah uh, and then branching out into more more of the the rock and seventies era <clears> rock <throat> and roll, yep. Uh, Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin, and eventually Black Sabbath. And right, what yeah, I yeah. realized is that the more of the stuff that I listen to, and the more things that I learn on the the guitar, yeah, yeah, these styles that I learn, or these kinds of artists and their influence they kind of mesh together in my head so it's kind right. of it's kind of like learning a new language where yeah. when you're like new to a new language right yeah 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 you're basically starting off by <clears throat> copying everything that people say or say like when you're uh, when you're a baby right and yeah you're trying to, to pick up 
a new language and basically yep. it's yeah like there was this thing i read somewhere that like when babies first start out learning a language they have they have like an almost unlimited palette of sounds that they can make hmm yeah when yeah, yeah first learning a language and right yeah as they become more fluent right then the kind of like the potentials and the bit possibilities of kind of like close up as they as they start to harden or they start to harden yeah start to die into that language and right they start to form more concrete sentences and patterns of thought okay kind of thing and yep. and they become more set in their ways which is which is one way to explain <clears throat> why it's easier to learn a language when you're younger when mm, when true, true. yeah 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 when when your when your patterns and yeah and you're more of more of like a blank slate and right. you're yeah. yeah you're looking for influences right and you're looking for a structure to start yep. building things upon so you can eventually be able to express yourself fluently in the language of your choice and i think it's yeah, the same yeah. it's the same way for music for me mm -hmm. in in a sense yeah. like i when i first started learning guitar like i it was more like an a la carte for me i sampled a vast variety of styles like from, right yeah yeah from jazz to metal to the blues to yeah. straight up rock and roll and as my taste so as my taste diversified at first and then i started gravitating towards the more of the the blues rock kind of style then right my 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 patterns and my guitar expressions or ways of playing i would say they started to die more into the blues pentatonic scale kind of pattern right okay and and it's interesting because i i started off by learning modes and ah, okay. jazz chords and, and and jazz inversions and no doubt i use those sometimes but i would say that the majority of my vocabulary now is based on the pentatonic scale and <laughs> and blues licks right. and it's really just <laughs> right. a function of what i have been inspired by so when i play right, okay. i'm not i'm not necessarily copying anyone it's like i i am speaking like I, I'm like speaking my mind mm -hmm. but then again I might have borrowed I might have borrowed phrases from books I've read or podcasts I've listened to right and I'm not right. and I'm not directly copying what people say unless I'm specifically quoting someone right like, say right. like yeah. Jordan Peterson right I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not explicitly copying exactly what other people are saying i'm just yeah yeah i'm just expressing my thoughts and my right. yeah and but then again that expression doesn't doesn't come from out of nowhere right it's built on years and years of what i've listened to and what i've practiced to and what i've learned and yep. and again like i might have mixed the two styles up and i might, I might have and sometimes i just develop a style based on listening to a song and thinking that like the initial listen 
I would be like, okay, they played that, so that's what I'm gonna play, and I, I play it, and it sounds good. But when、yeah. I listen to the song again, it's like, hang on, they didn't play that. I, I completely made it up. Yeah, <laughs> either, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either I either I forgot how it sounded like, so I just like came up with something else. Yeah,、right? yeah. Or、uh, that that's what I initially thought it sounded like, but when I listen to it、right. again, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like What I thought it would be, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I think that that is how I formulated my style, in the、yeah. sense that, okay, like when I first start out by playing the guitar or playing the drums, I mean, I I have to, in a sense, imitate what I wanted to play, right? Like、mm-hmm. learning songs、yeah. and learning parts. Yeah, yeah. Like I have to like literally. Play the same pattern over and over again to make sure I got it right. Yeah. Before I could go on to the next one, like that's how I measured progress, right? But eventually, what happens is that I don't have a whole library of licks from, say, Jimi Hendrix or Jimmy Page memorized in my head that I can right I can readily whip out at any moment. It's yeah, more yeah. of like an accumulation of. Okay. Of styles and fills and and things that I can't remember anymore, but they've become so、right. ingrained in my in my style and in my vocabulary of playing、right. that when I play it, it sounds like me. But when people、yeah. listen to it, they 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 think of it more as, oh yeah, I can I can hear some Hillsong in there, or I can hear、right. some John Mayer in there. But at yeah, the same、yeah. time, it's it's still Aaron playing, yeah. Because because it's it's interesting, like like everyone, like probably a lot of guitarists know how to play a John Mayer song, but at the、yeah. same time, everyone plays that song in their own style, right? Yeah, kind of way. So yep, yep. So it's yeah. I think it's like that's the beauty of. Of music, right? Because you're not you're not completely painting by numbers, and that's not、yeah. the point of music anyway, right? You're not you're not trying to sound exactly like like someone else because, like, even if even when you're covering a song, and even if you try to play it exactly as per the original, you can't, right? And、yeah. that like, I do have respect for people who who can do that, but I have. Well, I wouldn't say more respect, but I have a different level of respect for people who take an original song and they change the tempo, they change the key, they change the feel and the, the dynamics of it, and they come、yeah. up, they come up with something that is like you can tell that they they got it from this artist, but they've kind of、right. made it their own. Like for example,、right. say like I think it was Johnny Cash when、yeah. he when he covered. Uh, when he covered Nine Inch Nails,、um, oh okay,、uh, Hurt, right? So the original Nine Inch Nails song, right, Hurt, that was that was a pretty dark and menacing sounding song. Yeah. And then you get jo- someone like Johnny Cash covering it, and it sounds completely different. It's right. It's a more laid back, probably melancholic, folky、right. kind of countryish vibe. Yeah, yeah. That only Johnny Cash could do, right? Yeah, yeah. And 
like I find it I find it so interesting because mm. that's like the mark of like a real artist. Like you could tell yeah. that they like someone like Johnny Cash. You could tell he that he he adores Nine Inch Nails, but right. when he does his cover, he's not trying to be Nine Inch Nails. Right. Like he's still Johnny Cash. Yeah. But yeah. he's channeling the spirit of the song or the spirit of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. 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 Through his own filter of reality or, or his own version of of the expression. Yeah. Which I find which I find fascinating. Like Yeah, yeah. Like I, I guess that's that's why I find song covers or good song covers right like so so mesmerizing for like i can think of two examples right where it's chester bennington doing a cover of what was the adele song again oh rolling in the deep rolling in the deep yeah the itunes festival right and obviously yes it's an adele song but when you hear chester bennington singing it you you momentarily forget that it's like obviously it doesn't sound like Adele like it's her song but it's at the same time yeah, yeah. it's really Chester Bennington like channeling right. yeah channeling the song through his own spirit right right yeah yeah and like and another another example i can think of is say Nora Jones right and she did a cover of Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun and oh, okay. the original song had a lot of darkness, a lot of energy to it, a lot of guitars. But Nora Jones's cover was, yeah, it was still dark, but it was a more laid back, jazzy kind of feel to it. Right. Which I find yeah, yeah. just, it's just interesting how different people, different artists, especially like, say, accomplished artists, they can take a song from another artist that they admire yeah, and yeah. cover it and make it make it their own, really. Yeah. Which is what mm. which is what which is how I would describe my playing, right? It's that I take right. bits of the Smashing Pumpkins and and Jimi Hendrix and Black Sabbath and things that I admire and I channel it and I make it my own. Right, yeah. Yeah. And it's like I wouldn't call it copying in the sense that you are you are basically painting by numbers because as a musician right. like that's yeah that's yeah. all music <laughs> yeah it's it's all music right and and which is why I find the whole thing of like the fastest guitarist in the world or the fastest drummer in the world so pointless because right it's it's not about being the fastest or and, and it's not about how accurately you can copy someone right it's about right it's about how well can you express yourself emotionally mm. through the music right yeah so yeah and and i'll be interested to hear your side of it josh like how how you would see uh how how you would approach the subject of copying right right uh, versus actually creating something that speaks of your influences but at the same time it's it's your it's yourself right yeah yeah because many times like bands have been accused of copying other bands but right yeah yeah yeah. when you think of it it's maybe sometimes it's the case 
But yeah, but a lot of times it's not. I realize a lot. But, of it's just coincidence. Yeah. I find. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, what 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 do you reckon, Josh? Before I give more examples. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think for me, like, yeah, I I think. <sighs> Yeah, I guess for me it is kind of like I mean I like I mean I guess as far as my like whether it's guitar playing or singing style, I guess it's all kind of rooted in like a lot of I guess yeah different influences as well. Like yeah, whether yeah. it's like you know whether as far as a guitar player, whether it's like you know Jimmy Page or um, Alex Lifeson, John Petrucci, yep, yep. Um, Carlos Santana, um, cool. like. You know, or singer-wise, it's like you know John Foreman from Switchfoot, yeah, or yeah. Roll or Kurt Cobain, or even Freddie Mercury or whatever, right? Oh um, yeah. For me, I think it's like, as far as like guitar playing, I think the way I mean, so for me, when it comes to vocals and guitar playing and then songwriting, there's kind of like different ways I take from different artists. So. For guitar playing, for example, I do like yeah, I do definitely learn a lot of licks and stuff like that from other guitar players, right? Yeah. But I kind of don't see it as like copying. The way I kind of see licks really as like a, I almost see licks and you know certain scales and whatever as almost like a toolbox, you know, of like yeah, you know, once like learning these licks, it's like okay, cool, I've got these different you know tools that I have to create this solo or or this kind of lead line, right? Um, yep. And the, I kind of, kind of see it that way. And then, you know, when there's a certain part in a, like there's a certain part of a song, right. Um, you know, that I feel like, Oh, I need something like something like this. I subconsciously might pull a certain lick from a certain, from my toolbox and be like, Oh yeah, that works. Right. And I may not necessarily, again, yeah, I may not necessarily think, Oh, I got that from Carlos Santana or I got that from whatever, jimmy page it's like a lot of it's just like oh cool there's a little tool there's a there's a little tidbit here that i can use in this part of a solo and it's going to sound good like i know it's going to work yeah um and so that's the way i kind of see it as like oh like yeah licks and stuff like that as far as guitar playing like a lot of it is kind of like as far as lead playing anyway that's like toolbox i kind of see them as toolbox yep or tools right yeah um so for me yeah i think and i think it is a lot of the times it's more subconscious than anything i think for me i tend to work best on a more subconscious level than like too much thinking right you know like i tend to not think about how oh yeah that's a jimmy page lick or that's an alex lyson lick or whatever yeah 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 you know i just play whatever and a lot of times as musicians right the thing is, is that even though you may learn a lick from one guitar player, it's not just like when you play it, the next, when you play something similar to it, a lot of the times it's not necessarily just that kind of lick. A lot of times it's like, because obviously then it'd be obvious to you to be like, oh yeah, I'm copying them. But like, um, maybe, but you might play something and it's like, it's kind of been filtered out through all your other influences, right? Yeah. I think that's the thing is that and I can I think that the beauty of art is that when you take something in, a lot of times when you try to when you when art comes out of you, it is filtered out through your through your own experiences, through your other influences, through your own musical journey. You filter it through, right? And yeah, yeah. It ch- kind of changes it where a lot of times it's like most people won't even notice it, and they'll be, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's a cool lick" or whatever, right? And, yeah, yeah. And so. 
and for the most part, most people won't really notice anyway, but like a lot of times, um, but yeah, like I think a lot of times like, yeah, those kind of musical influences kind of filter through you. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think for me, uh, so yeah, I think I guess I'll sing with singers. I think with singers, it's a bit more subconscious, I think. Okay. Where I think there is an element of like when I listen, like when I listen to certain singers, I don't think to myself how I'm going to try to sound like John Foreman or I'm going to try to sound like Dave Grohl. I'm just, for me, it's more of like, I'm just a fan of them. And it just so happens that I listen to a lot of their music. And then yeah, yeah, it kind of like maybe influences the way I sing certain melodies or the way I like to, you know, whatever. Yep. Well, phrase certain things or whatever. A lot of times, I mean, a lot of times, like you kind of build your own, again, you kind of build your own vocal style from just years of doing doing it really of singing um yep and a lot of times it's like yeah it's not necessarily you trying to copy them but the idea is that um you try to what's the um you try to find the nuance or what's the general what's what like you try to listen to something and then it's like what does this thing that i've listened to why does it work I think for me, mm. that's how I sometimes do it, is that when right. I listen to something or I listen to a chord progression, I try to figure out why do I feel like this chord progression? Okay, because they do these chords and they have this little interval here right. from this chord to this chord. Okay, cool. So next time, I know that if I want to have that kind of chord progression, I know where to go yep. already. Yep. I know, like, it's one of those things where, and at the end of the day, like, I mean, you know, the stuff that most people, like, most of us, what we're, like, I, I can't remember who it was it, but we're all standing on the shoulders of giants, you know? We, yeah, yeah. We build on what's already been created in a way, right? Yep. Like, yep. there's no way I'm going to say, like, oh, like, I'm going to, like, it's like as if I start, you know, freaking whatever, like, it's like, oh, what what happens if I stood up me playing a note? What if I just get my middle finger and tap the fretboard and then be like, oh, cool, it's a new technique. It's like, yeah. no, it's like no doofus. It's freaking van. That's like, that's like guitar tapping like van yeah. halen and brian may like already invented that you know yeah like, yeah I'm yeah <laughs> but like yeah like i think um i can't remember where i was going with that point but but the idea is that like um all right now yeah um but the idea is that again like i'm you you'll listen to you'll listen through something yeah and then yeah you try to find what's what makes it you know tick or whatever, whatever lick or chord progression or what vocal makes it. Why it's like you try to figure out why does that work? Yeah, yeah. And then you try to internalize it, and then over time it'll just come out, you know. And I think a lot of times for me as a songwriter, that's how I've kind of learned to like with certain musical devices where it's like I might listen to um, like a Foo Fighter song, and yep. I might hear like oh. They're like in from this section to this section, they go, they start playing these octave things that are, and it's going higher and higher and it goes to the chorus. Okay. Now that, and now if I say, if I, and say I'm writing a song, right, obviously I might not use that exact, those exact octaves that the Foo Fighters use. Right. But in, yeah, but I might take that general idea of like, Oh, what if I start, what if I am if I am going from the verse to the chorus? What if I do something similar where I do like an octave thing from, from like the lowest note to the highest note? Yep. And it's like, and then when you do it, it's like no one notices, right? Because you're not playing first of all the same octaves, you're not playing the same notes, but you're using that general, the general concept of what 
is there. Yeah, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. You kind of, I guess, like you kind of try to find the rule. What, what is the, what is the rule or the what is the general formula, quote unquote? I don't like using the word formula, but what's the general essence of what makes that thing that you like that musical device? Like, what is it about that that makes it that works? Yep. And you kind of try to apply it in your own way. So that, like, that's one example, right? Where you can kind of take something and be influenced and use it in your own context of things. Um, Fair enough. And so, yeah, I think like a lot of times for me anyway, it is a, it is a combination of subconscious and kind of conscious, but not really in terms of like influences in a way. Like, I mean, songwriter, songwriting wise, I don't. I guess I do listen to a lot of, I do what I, what sometimes happens is that I think, yeah, like I think, and I think you've mentioned this as well, Aaron, how like you might learn, you might try to play something and when you listen back to it again, you actually played the wrong thing. Yeah. 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 Like that's That's happened to me before that, that actually happened to me before where one time I remember I was trying to play the, for some reason I was trying to play Sweet Child of Mine on the electric guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, I and I played it wrong. Okay. Like I played, I played it completely wrong. Yeah. But what happened was, was that when I played it completely wrong, I was like, "This doesn't sound like Sweet Child of Mine." <laughs> but then I was like, I was like, "Oh, it actually sounds kind of interesting." Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what this is, but it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And so that's and then I basically and literally I built a whole song around that. Yeah. Thing right and so. I think it's one of those things where sometimes the like you try. I think it was it Stephen Wilson actually. I think Stephen Wilson from Porcupine Tree or formerly formerly of Porcupine Tree. Yep. Um, I remembered him saying something about how, you know, he would try to like create these like the same sounds from these records, right, and fail badly, right. Right. But right. In him failing to try to replicate these sounds from records, he would find his a, a completely different sound that even though it's not that exact sound from that record, it's completely unique. Yeah, yeah. And so I think sometimes, like, sometimes mistakes and, like, um, you you not playing the exact thing correctly, sometimes is actually the best way to write songs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know? That's it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, that, that definitely happens for sure. Like, I mean, and, yeah, like, I mean, as far as, like, but, yeah, as far as songwriting anyway, I think, it is a bit of like for me it is kind of a combination of like subconscious and conscious like sometimes i'll listen to a song and yeah like i might be like oh that's a really good song like i'll really be like super inspired by it and then i'll try to write something similar in that style or whatever and again it may not necessarily be the same right but the idea is that how like for me when i'm writing it when i'm writing my own song i'm like how can i'm kind of thinking how can i capture that same feeling Yep. That I got when I heard that song. And so cool. that happens. So, that, you know, that sometimes happens to me where I might listen to a song and I'll try to write something similar in that style, quote unquote, but doesn't always kind of end, <laughs> doesn't always work out that way. But um, yeah, fair sometimes, enough. Yeah. you know, but yeah. But then sometimes, yeah, like even though it doesn't sound anything like the original song I was inspired by, you know, you may, I sometimes end up with something that I think is pretty cool. And I think yeah. that's, um, you know, like that, like, you know, so I, like, I mean, like one of like, for example, like my most recent um single, well, 
I think by the time you guys listen to this podcast, the single's probably out by now, like, probably, like, way, like, probably, probably been out, like, you know, up, like, who knows how many months ago already. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> by yeah. the time you guys listen to this episode, but, um, but yeah, like, this, the, my most recent single as of this recording, um, Tempo, for example, um, that song was actually, like, the guitar riff anyway, I was actually really inspired by um, this Japanese song that I was listening to. Okay. And so, like, I kind of, and even though now, like, I listen to it and I'm like, it sounds nothing like, it doesn't sound anything like the, like, that song that I was inspired by. Yeah, but yeah. it captures a certain essence and a certain vibe that I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, like, it doesn't sound anything like it, but I'm like, it's, you know, it's cool. And it's like, a, it's a cool vibe and, and whatnot. Yeah, so, yeah. It's one of those things where sometimes, uh, even if you try to copy something, <laughs> it doesn't always work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I re- I'm really a big fan of these like happy accidents. Yeah, I love it. You're, you're trying to emulate something or someone, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you don't, you don't You've... really quite like whatever you did is not quite on the mark. The but bigger at, the failure, the better the song. Yeah, but at the same time, it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's. Yeah, and like I, I really like these kinds of accidents. Like, like, and it's it 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 can serve as a tool to create new melodies and new songs. Mm, for sure, for Where, sure. Yeah. Especially if you're not in, like if you're not, especially when you don't feel like you have anything like inspiration wise going. Like I always say, like if you're trying to even like when you're trying to write music, for example, and you just don't know what to write. Just listen to like a, just listen to a bunch of music, man. Like just listen to music and, um, you'll find, you'll find that you'll get inspired for sure. Like you'll definitely get inspired. And I think that's the thing is that you want to just listen to tons of music and whatever, you know, inspires you, inspires you. And that's, um, you know, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Know? Yeah, definitely. And, um, it's, it's yeah. okay to, to want to sound like, someone and uh-huh. failing but at the same time arriving at a result that is different right very rarely do you ever arrive at the same result a lot yeah. of times it's never the and, same <laughs> and and that's that uh, that i feel is one of the, the greatest things about music and trying to mm-hmm. sound like someone and failing and but you still have your own sound your own distinct sound yeah. now i think there is a wrong way to do it as well, where, where yeah. it's like, okay, I have I have an example here, right? So there's this band called One Direction, and <laughs> okay, whoa, whoa, they, whoa, 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 they wrote whoa, whoa. they wrote a song called the best song ever. Okay, right? clearly, and, clearly, it's not the best song ever, and and the intro clearly is the riff from. The Who's Baba O'Reilly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so like, funny. It's in a different key still, but I don't know. Like, okay, may- maybe for fans of One Direction out there, it sounds killer, right? <laughs> but yeah. to me, I feel maybe it's it's a matter of taste as well. Like, yeah. like, like to me, I, I, I feel that the intro riff and that little arpeggiated synth that they've got there in the background as well i feel like it's i don't know 
too similar to to Baba O'Reilly in the right. sense that in, in the sense that they like yes you can argue that they they've changed the key and it's it's a different melody but I feel like they're lifting too many elements right yeah in, yeah yeah in, and it's not and it's not done in a it's not done in good taste right like, I guess it's it's as well it's more of a preference and a taste kind of thing but yeah at least that's my opinion of it is that yeah and we and of course you have like other similarities as well where you got bands like Huberstang being accused of being accused of sounding like Incubus and then you and then you have Incubus being accused of sounding like the Red Hot Chili Peppers oh really and, yeah. Oh. yeah 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 I guess I can see how like vocally you can I can see how that is some people might think of it like yeah, that yeah 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 and you get bands like Silverchair being accused of sounding like Nirvana and stuff. So, okay, that one, that one, that one, I can see for sure. Yeah, I think because yeah. it's also aesthetic wise as well. Like it's a three piece. The singer's blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. The drummer's yeah. has long hair. It's like I I can see why people might feel that way because it is very scarily similar in that sense. It is very similar, but at the same time, you. Silverchair had their own songs. All that, although they yeah. used the same paintbrush uh, or the same palette, color palettes. Yeah, yeah. They still were painting a different picture. Yeah. Like when right. I listen to Silverchair songs, I, I get that. Yes, the sound, the, is is quite similar to Nirvana, <laughs> but the songs they're not similar at all, at all, in my opinion. Mm. At least that's my opinion. Yeah, cause right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any. I don't know too many Silverchair songs, so I don't know. Right. I can't right. comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's very interesting, and yeah, yeah. And then you get you get bands like Muse being accused of sounding like Radiohead, and it's oh <laughs> yeah, like okay. it's. Like, yeah. I, I I would understand right. why people would complain of Matt Bellamy sounding like Tom York, but at the same time, they are both completely different bands, yeah. and 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 Matt Bellamy has this neoclassical streak going on in his music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he uh, he seems to employ a lot of classical passages in his piano playing and in and in music music in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Radiohead is is experimental in a more avant-garde and hard edge yeah. electronica kind of yeah. sound. Yeah. Yeah. So right, yeah. I would say that they're both experimental bands, but Radiohead would be more experimental. But I won't yeah, I I won't accuse Muse of copying <laughs> Radiohead. Even though <laughs> Matt Bellamy's voice may sound quite similar to Tom York in some instances, right. but yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I think like, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's got their own. Um, I mean, people always just want to point stuff out like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, for me, like, I like if you t- didn't tell me that, I wouldn't have thought people actually can accuse them of sounding like you know Radiohead or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like what? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, no, no that's fa- that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so and, and then at the same time you've got people like Billy Corgan, right? And when he talks about how he was in- influenced by Black Sabbath, and when I hear his his playing in say in in probably si- Siamese Dream and Melancholy. Like when he when when I hear those guitars, the yeah, yeah like going yeah. through that fuzz guitar sound, like it does evoke, like the heaviness does evoke or remind. It's not it's not similar to Tommy Iommi's playing, but it yeah. does evoke that that same kind of heaviness or that vibe. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah, I I never actually like. It's funny like. When like they talk about like how they were trying to make the Black Sabbath sound for like Siamese Dreams and stuff like that, I actually never thought of it like yeah like that. That's the thing. Like again, like a lot of the times I'm like, oh okay, that's what they were going for. Like I was like, okay, interesting. I I never like thought that it did sound similar. I guess, but yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, it's yeah. also like I think maybe it's also a matter of like how like maybe also because we're just too in deep. In in all this kind of music stuff that like we can tell the differences, but maybe other people it's not as like big of a you know yeah I guess so like, difference yeah. maybe I don't know yeah 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 and it's it's um, it's so interesting like I I think Siamese Dream would sound more would remind me more of my bloody Valentine like this right. whole like shoegazer movement like. So like right. I think My Bloody Valentine released an album called Loveless back in '91, and it employed oh, okay. the same kind of wall of sound and guitars everywhere, kind of sound. Right. Like to yeah. me, to me when I when I compare the two albums, I still prefer the sound of Siamese Dream, but right. I can tell where where Billy Corgan got his inspiration from as well. Because right, because yeah, Loveless has that same kind of fuzz sounding wall of guitars. Right. I mean, sound wise, like I, f- I find like sound wise, I feel like that's not as like big of a um an issue. I think for most people, I think most of the time they're like, oh, it sounds like just like sounds like rock music kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, like I mean, like again, like when I listen to Siamese Dreams, like for me, I don't really think of like any like, oh, it sounds like a certain artist or a certain sound like for me i'm just like oh it's like cool tones like cool rock tones yeah and yeah yeah that's really yeah. it for me i don't know i don't think of it like yeah. oh it sounds like black sabbath or whatever yeah I mean, and it's it's different for for each one of us i guess for sure yeah i mean i think for me like you know like you talking about like some examples of copying like i mean a great example that i feel like and and rick Beato's talked about this in a video um about uh the song uh, don't look back in anger. Yeah, like that intro piano thing. Yeah, it sounds yeah a lot like the intro to Imagine. Yeah, like definitely. Lot. And it's in the same key, I think, as well. Like it's like it is, it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So like that's a perfect example of like you know really, really like blurring the lines between. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Like yeah. wearing your influences too much on your sleeve. I it's think like, it's like it's, it's a little def- bit too like much. It's, it's yeah. It it it's like a copy and paste situation. Like. Just yeah, lifting that that piano intro directly from John Lennon's Imagine, 
But yeah. then the song takes off in a way that's completely different to mm, yeah yeah. To, I to think that's I think that's John cool. Lennon's, it's like it yeah it like, and, yeah like you can definitely hear like. Yeah, you definitely can like get the, you get that vibe of like oh it sounds like the Beatles, but it it's does, like, or like yeah, Lennon. yeah. But like once you kind of go, get past like that part of the song, it's like oh it sounds like Oasis kind of thing. Yeah, um, like in this, I mean it also I yeah. think I mean in a way like I mean I know also know Noel Gallagher and um, Liam are both huge Beatles fans, so yeah. I think that's I'm sure there's some you know definitely I mean of course there's some you know going to be some kind of uh, overlap between the two, and you know what's wrong if you know. I mean, it's the Beatles. I, I I think for me, the with the Beatles anyway, like they're one of those bands where like if you copy even a little bit from them, I'm like, oh, that's okay. It's the Beatles. I, I can yeah. understand. It's like I can understand why you would. They're pretty awesome. So that's you know. Yeah, I kinda, yeah. I kind of think right. of it like ah, uh, yeah. like I think the Beatles are so iconic. Like everyone knows. Like oh, that's the Beatles. Like there's like some bits where people do. It's like oh, this sounds like kind of like the Beatles, right? And then definitely, but people yeah. are like so much more forgiving because they're like, oh yeah, because but because we already know what the original is. It's like yeah, it's fine. You know, we already yeah. know that which we already know the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. So it's like it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, because it it's like. You could you could definitely tell like they were inspired by the Beatles, but at the same at the same oh, yeah. time, oh yeah, it it wasn't Beatles songs. It was yeah, it was it was, I mean, it was Oasis songs. songs. Yeah, it was Britpop songs. Yeah, Britpop. Brit yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. I think we've covered a fair bit of ground. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think in terms of like, I guess you know, to kind of bring it home all back into like a more i guess applicable kind of way for other people um i think like i guess i guess some bits of advice in terms of like you know how to go about being influenced by a copy i think like again like i said you know just if if you're a musician anyway just listen to a lot of music just listen to you know and and yeah be inspired and take the what I the way I see the best way for me the best way I think to be inspired is to be someone that yes be inspired by say the Foo Fighters right but also listen to say I don't know Elliot Smith or oh yeah Beach boys or whatever and, yeah and, and and you'll find that you'll find that um, even though yeah you may be a huge Foo Fighters fan right if you listen to all other kinds of music you'll find that those other artists will seep into your music whether you like it or not and mm. you'll find that even though you might think, oh, that sounds like a kind of a Foo Fighter-y kind of song or whatever, um, you know, you'll find that there's actually kind of differences for sure, you know, and you'll yep. you'll kind of know. Like, I think, like, the way I kind of see it is that if you're not exactly, like, you, you'll know if you're copying them or not. <laughs> yeah. You'll know. Like, you will know. Like, if you hear, like, it's very obvious if it sounds like you're copying them. Like, yeah. if, you can re if you can recognize, oh, it's if it's like, you know, Oh yeah, that kind of sounds like a Foo Fightery kind of vibe, right? Yeah, that's okay, you know. Like, and it's funny because people, some people are like, oh, that sounds like you know. Some people might talk about how like when they're writing a song and they're like, oh, you know, going for that kind of Foo Fightery or whatever, like Beatles vibe. And I listen to it, and I'm like, you sound like doesn't sound that like that anyway. Like, <laughs> so I think again, like just you know, be inspired by other artists, and again, I think like the idea is that take the try to find what is the heart of what you're inspired by and try to put that in your toolbox of things i guess yeah. and i guess that's the 
you know, I at least from at least from me anyway, I would say like that's something applicable anyway for what people can do as far as yep. you know being influenced. Yep, definitely. And whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, for all our, our listeners out there, you know, just yeah, just uh, keep keep on trying to emulate your favorite artists and keep on making mistakes and keep <laughs> keep on stumbling. Basically, keep on making accidents. Yeah, you know, being like, yeah, be inspired and be, um, and again, yeah, like, you know, don't worry about if you're trying to copy, if you are copying someone, you know, like, try to figure it, the best way is to try to figure something out without accuracy, and you'll find that you'll get something that's completely, that's not exactly what you were trying to copy, and it might sound actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, which reminds me of... A video I was showing Josh before we started this podcast, where, where this this guy he played a Green Day song and he he let the the AI try to finish a song, and nice. the AI came up with like completely random endings to yeah. to <laughs> to Green Day songs, and yeah. some of it was really like some of it was pretty random, but some of it actually sounded pretty cool. Yeah, some of it came pretty close lyrically as well. That's yeah. <laughs> and I think that that could be incorporated in in your repertoire. Like if like mm-hmm. for our listeners out there, like if you're trying to if you're trying to write a new song and you have like a writer's block or a dry period where you just have nothing to write, it might not be a bad idea to take your favorite song and play it and then try see if you can finish it. Yeah, kind of or like you know, try to like make it something different. Like, I know Paul Gilbert talks about like there's like one video I watched where he takes like, um, he tries to take he takes like I think either smoke on the water or whatever. Yep, and changes it completely from like you know, like completely. So he'll be like, oh yeah, so it's in G minor. So let's change it to G major, and we'll change it from this to this. And he and you come out the other side and it's like it sounds completely different to like smoking oh, the right. water so, awesome and I, yeah and I think I mean yes it's Paul Gilbert so I get it that he's a genius yes but um, but the idea the heart of it is that you know try to yeah, if you are like maybe not even tr- when you're like not even trying to write like you know but just as an exercise for yourself yeah try to like you know take your favorite song analyze it and try to like completely change it completely you know you might have like a you know, you might find yourself um, inspired or like, yeah, like, you know, find a song and maybe you like the chord progression. So you're like, okay, I like the chord progression, but you might put it into a different key and then you put a different kind of riff on it. And it's like, you just have a brand new song basically, you know? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So guys uh, just, yeah. Experiment away and yeah. Yeah. Stumble and fall away. And yeah, (laughs) just enjoy the journey basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On that note, anyway, <laughs> just just don't try um, to copy it like the way One Direction did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go too far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, on that note, um, yeah. Once again, guys, thank you guys for listening to the uh, Creative Converse podcast. If you've made it this far, please do consider following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we do greatly appreciate it. We post basically every fortnight, so there's a lot of uh, you know. We keep we try to keep I think we we do try to keep somewhat of a consistent schedule of up of uh upload podcast uploads. So yeah. we're pretty good on that front. So yeah, you know, just uh stay tuned for uh for more episodes from us and whatnot. And uh 
yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. So, see ya. Take care, guys.